Welcome to Healthline by Prudence Davis. I believe that a meaningful life is strongly influenced by our mental and physical well-being. My purpose is to inspire and help others to understand the importance of health in their everyday life. Whether it's related to mental pain, stress or physical challenges, it's especially the long-term changes that I find interesting. We'll be looking into how healthy habits and cognitive processes can be implemented in daily routines so you can be thriving and high on your own supply with help from the best experts around the world. Stay healthy, stay tuned. Welcome to Helpline. My name is Prudence Davis and today I'm really, really excited and grateful to have Matty Pitti. Is that right? Pronounced? Matty Pichi. Pichi. Okay, that's cool. That sounds a bit cooler when you say it. Welcome, Matty. You are a chef and also um, a passionate person in life in many ways. Um i um, met you first time. I heard about you, but then I met you the first time, and I, I wasn't um, surprised to meet the energy I heard. It's like your energy is word of mouth in a way. In with everyone I meet, uh, you have the great energy, and you also I feel like you are um, kind of like provoking some something about life in general, a feeling. Uh, just a passion as well, and and we're going to talk about that passion more. But to start with, I want to hear a little bit about your purpose here in life. Thank you for having me here. I'm also very grateful to be here and uh, be able to share my approach to life and uh, other things that are part of it. No pressure. And so purpose, that's a big word. And I think uh, it has been changing. When I was younger, I had different um, goals and important things that uh, were driving me to to do. And now I think, uh, when I think about a purpose, that like one more practical thing and my, uh, one higher. So the practical thing is just my connection with food. And I love eating good stuff, making good stuff, um, sharing. Uh, traveling for food and experiencing new flavors, um, new ingredients, and being in that space around food because it's not about food itself, but the whole setup. Uh, a little bit higher purpose that I have found through my experience with uh, my body is, and and it ended up with uh, also a connection with my mental uh, part is uh, is yoga. So it started with a physical aspect of, of being injured for a while. And um, I went for rehab and just one of the doctors said, okay, you should try um, yoga, but you should start with like a gentle classes, like a spine um, oriented uh, things. Also I tried Pilates actually when I, it was good eight years ago when I started. And um, that was time when I had a really difficult situation in my lower back. 
And uh, that's why I went to many doctors asking for help because I thought it was just like a, some nerves and damage. But they said, no, it's everything is uh, good as long as you'll be practicing. So, so then uh, I started going to a studio in back in Warsaw every day at 7 a.m., any class they had, and that was Pilates, yoga, yoga of spine. And that was just helping. So throughout those eight years, I just found that my yoga journey is, uh, is a purpose itself. And um, getting on a mat is, uh, is something that really gives me this uh, feeling that, okay, I, I'm, I'm, I made it. And, um, and watching myself, this development, how I changed, and I've changed a lot on, uh, I think this aspect, like I like talking about two terms. One of them is uh, strength. The other one is serenity. So I come from, let's say, weak and chaotic Mati uh, into strong and serene, but I'm also not strong and serene today, like as, as much as I would like to, but I know that I've, I've moved into that direction. So that strength and serenity, I think is like a purpose that, uh, that drives me to, uh, get back to yoga mat and uh, of course it's all um, connected so um, my uh, routine with food and uh, my routine with uh, uh, yoga it's uh, it's just a part of uh, how I fuel myself to to live another level of course is uh, people around me um, I'm happy to be in a relationship and uh, Making my girlfriend happy is also a purpose itself. Hopefully one day we're going to have a family. Uh, right now we're sharing her dog. So, oh, nice. so uh, yeah, having him around is also a beautiful thing. So this uh, family vibe is uh, slowly growing. So we need to give ourselves some time, but uh, that would be a goal also and a purpose to have a family and uh, watch them grow and be great people. That makes sense. And that takes me into, um, like, how, how did you find that purpose also with becoming a chef and creating food? Because you have mm -hmm. a different background. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I started my education with um, political science uh, diploma. I'm a master of political science. And when I was in the university, I started some jobs in advertising. It was the time when uh, online advertising was growing. And uh, so I started in that that section. And it was very exciting, you know, all the brands, um, the agencies, people around it. It felt so creative and cool. Um, so that was my um, career for some good years. If I calculate well, it's a good seven years. And then s I just realized it's not for me anymore, that I, I just don't um, feed out of it enough. Uh, also, the brands that are working for maybe were not exciting for me or I couldn't identify myself. So um, cooking was a thing that I uh, just was I was doing uh, parallelly to, to working uh, in advertising. So I was... At the beginning of my uh, university, a friend of mine asked me to help him with uh, catering. So this is when it started to cook kind of like professionally, but it was rather guerrilla style caterings. Uh, of course, the food was great, but it was prepped at home. And uh, we were doing that for a while. 
Later, I started doing some events once a while. Friends asked me. I was never really marketing it. It was just like happening. And often people say, well, you should do that. You know, like the energy that I apparently um, create being around food is something special. And people really like that. And they saw that this is exciting for me more than doing what I do professionally. So there were a couple more steps that led me to being a chef, but also it, we need to start a question what, what, what it means to be a chef. Like, I don't like to um, call myself a chef. Yes, I do cook professionally at the moment, and uh, being a chef is like, you know, a little bit being an artist. So if you need to go to art school to call yourself an artist, maybe not. You know, it's like um, same with actors. Some actors went for school and they put a lot of effort to being proper actors. Some they just got lucky and they're still great actors without school. So... Um, yeah, I cook for a living at the moment and I enjoy doing that uh, because I just love eating and for me it's never enough of being in the kitchen and uh, being around good ingredients. So that's also I'm grateful to live here in Denmark where we have access to good, good stuff where the standard of um, quality is uh, very high. Um, so, so yeah, it's just... Um, the reason to come here was actually the my internship at Noma. And maybe that was a moment where I, I can start calling myself a chef because I just learned from great chefs how to be in the kitchen, how to organize my work, how to uh, clean after myself. And, uh, you know, I just saw the, the best restaurant in the world uh, from the inside for three months. That was a beautiful experience. And... Um, so that uh, also assured me that I'm not just an amateur cook, that I can do it for a living. And uh, I was lucky to meet a great person, Frederick Bilabar, who uh, was my uh, boss for over three years, three and a half years. And uh, he offered me a job at Atelier September as a manager and a chef because I was able to cook uh, while running a team and organizing all other stuff. Atelier September was a small place, so that was possible to combine those two roles. And um, and yeah, and uh, that was a beautiful time when I learned from Frederick, from Henry, from Bernardo, how to make beautiful vegetarian food. And I'm uh, also very grateful for uh, introducing me to those beautiful ingredients and uh, techniques, everything was around simplicity because the style of uh, Atelier September is about, in a way, limitations that we had there. We couldn't really cook, but we were still um, making beautiful stuff um, with uh, just vegetables. And um, that developed also my style of cooking where I'm focused about the ingredient, how it looks like. Um, so how it should taste and um, yeah, I, ju I just love vegetables. Like I can f eat vegetables every day. I'm not eating uh, much uh, uh, meat and fish anymore. Uh, definitely more fish, but also I'm paying attention what kind of fish it is. So if it's a good, great stuff, I will try, but uh, vegetables are just good for me to sustain. It makes totally sense. And that also takes me, Maddie, to the next question in regards to what is your philosophy in 
the kitchen and, mm -hmm. and the whole process. I think uh, it's uh, about intuition. So again, I don't have a lot of skills, but I've learned through watching other people uh, working with uh, in the kitchen how to combine things. And sometimes it's just what I combine, it just comes out of my head some naturally, you know? So I see some vegetables and I just connect. So it's about intuition, it's about simplicity, it's about um, quality of a produce. So that's like three strong pillars. And uh, maybe the fourth would be seasonality. It's it's a big word because uh, also, let's say in Denmark, it's uh, difficult to let's say not use um, vegetables that are out of season. And uh, we we start with Spanish and uh, Italian vegetables in spring. So why not to use them if they're already there? And of course they need to travel here. Uh, but otherwise we would eat uh, potatoes, beetroot <laughs> um, for half a year only. Uh, so seasonality is, is always a good direction. It's not, Uh, a dogma that we need to follow, but uh, when there are in Denmark beautiful um, seasonal vegetables or fruit, it's it's just uh, you have to use them. That's that's what what I feel. But uh, it's fine to use some other vegetables out of season sometimes, because why not? That makes sense. And yeah. what does uh, cooking mean to you in your everyday life? So there's like a connection with nature for sure. So when we have a really good produce, um, like there's some beautiful energy right in front of me. Let's say if I uh, got some beautiful uh, figs from Bornholm, I remember those, you know, and I just, I really appreciate this short period of time when they will grow there and uh, they're so juicy, so tasty. And then, you know, it's just, I'm thinking about that land of Bornholm, which I really love. And it's like connecting me with the nature of that uh, particular place. So, so that's what I like about food. Mm, another thing is just nutrition. So what follows this good or great quality of produce is a better nutrition, of course. Uh, so I, Just try to follow uh, organic produce and buy the stuff uh, that is certified. Of course, not all certified cert uh, organic certified products uh, is better from other stuff that are not certified. It's also, but then I know some people like let's say William uh, from Clipping Ago, and I know that his stuff is just great and it tastes great. So I also source from him. So it's this quality goes into nutrition I, and maybe it's a placebo effect, but I don't think it is. When you have good stuff, it just, you feel better and you, um, yeah. And also food is uh, the best medicine. We don't need to uh, worry about anything. If we eat well, when we stop eating well, uh, the problems will, will follow. Oh yes, that's true. <laughs> but it's so true. In regards to your intuition, Maddie, because it's it's when you talk about it, it sounds like it's a big part of your life. How do you connect? And that's also a big question. But how do you connect and stay true to your values and your intuition? I think the answer is I don't know. And that's the thing about <laughs> intuition, that it's just you yeah. don't know. It is no, there. I know. Yeah. And so... Um, Sometimes it happens and it's beautiful feeling that, that you know it's your intuition 
telling you something. Um, I think to be connected with your intuition, you need to get some kind of um, sensitivity. Uh, and I, I can see that I have developed a higher level of sensitivity through my yoga practice. And um, so you kind of unlock some things in your in your body some would call it chakra or <laughs> whatever it is i'm also not um very um drastic about uh, believing in those things i'm just i'm just kind of like observing i'm in a in a state state of my life when i'm not um, um really believing in anything i'm just testing water still and so, so I can see that something helps. So let's say if yoga helps to connect with my, um, with my intuition, I'm going to do that because I think it's a beautiful thing. And it's uh, both for uh, women and men. We have it there. Maybe some people have it more uh, hidden and some have it more uh, open. And uh, yeah, I like opening my connection with intuition. But I don't know how I do it. I just, <laughs> I just live my life and I listen. I try to listen. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that um, I also told you that before of seeing someone in a kitchen. Kitchen it can be stressful for many people. Like um, the passion, I I only saw it once, but uh, you know it's so crazy what happens when once you go into that zone. Mm -hmm. Is there some way that if you have a let's say every day nine to five life and you know you're stressed and when I live in the city and I see all these Volt uh, bikes and uh, you know driving around is there some way that a place where we can start to maybe start cooking for ourselves in regards to our health but also for other people because I feel like when I talk to people and clients it's such a big thing in a way you know it's a big task it's but yeah how can you make it not easy but you know how mm -hmm. is it um, i think a good start is uh, just having maybe one or two ideas what we want to cook for ourselves and getting better at it something that we like because we cannot know everything we don't need to have all all the books cookbooks of the world and know all the recipes um just start if you like uh Uh, pasta with tomato sauce make it make a nice one that really uh, feeds you if you if you like uh, eggs maybe make a nice scrambled eggs or an omelet uh, or learn how to cook them to the point that you really like and then if you like uh, a green salad also make a recipe for yourself a dressing that you really like so it's just like simple stuff that can uh, give you happiness so I think uh, I mean that that's that's what's what's my idea. Just just don't don't feel overwhelmed because start with just a couple recipes that you like. Uh, food is endless, and I'm very humbled by uh, skills of other people how they can uh, make beautiful stuff with food and uh, how they can transform produce into uh, artistic dishes. But food, everyday food is not fine dining. Just make a nice pasta, uh, cook it the way um, the way it should be cooked, you know, don't overboil it. Uh, and of course, pasta is maybe not the best example of, uh, mm, of a wholesome um, 
meal for everyone. I can eat a lot of pasta because of my genetics. Some for some people, pasta maybe wow, uh, it's not a that's good. That's a nice genetic to have. With the I just <laughs> yeah. I just no. can eat a lot of carbs, yeah. and I and I don't yeah. uh, I don't gain weight. But uh, for some people, it can be some other produce, um, you know. Uh, so I just eat a lot of pasta. I'm getting so hungry while we're talking I'm now. I'm like, wow, I need a lunch. <laughs> so yeah, so okay, that's yeah, what comes that to my sense. head. But yeah, uh, let's yeah. say also the eggs are an important part of my diet. And I source them uh, from uh, the best farms I know. Uh, one of them is Heinzholt. That uh, also is, uh, I, I got to know Heinzholt from Atelier, through Atelier September. And these eggs just taste better. And they are amazing. And you don't need to do much to them. That's how the whole idea of making an omelet came out. Because when you have such a beautiful produce, just uh, make it simple, keep it simple, and uh, it's going to be delicious. So every time I eat omelet, people ask me if, if I'm not bored of them, and I'm not. No, because tell me about the omelet thing. It's exploding right now with you and those omelets and uh, what is happening. I think yeah. it's a beautiful dish that yeah. everyone knows about because it's just like a, a standard dish. Um, so you don't need to explain much. It's an omelet. Everyone knows what's an omelet. So if they taste it and they say, okay, that's the best omelet uh, that I've ever had. And I heard that a lot of times. Uh, also last uh, pop-up uh, was just two days ago at uh, six, at Crystal Girls number six. And um, people were telling that next one uh, we're doing uh, this Sunday. Uh, so hopefully some people. Where is that? Yeah. Another one is uh, with uh, another aspect at New La Cabra uh, place in Montego. Um There are more omelet pop-ups coming this uh, year. Some is scheduled next uh, week in Milan for um, s um, Design Week in Milan. Uh, there's going to be Lisbon, Berlin. So nice. And I had already some this year. So that's kind of like also my way to travel and deliver something that I like doing. Um, so I think that's a beautiful thing that I can connect to new, new, new crowd, new cities and, uh, and share something that I just put some effort into perfecting. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's simple, beautiful dish. It's, it's like it, the, the way I make them, it's a kind of a hybrid between uh, scrambled and omelet. So it has a form of an omelet, but scrambled inside in a way. So it's like, like nice and soft, um, like a nice custard, you know, egg, uh, eggy sauce. You know, it's just, it just works beautifully with uh, a piece of a nice bread or baguette, focaccia, you know. It just, it just pure pleasure, very simple pleasure. And uh, I just like making it. So maybe that's energy and that's my drive to make them every time as good as I can uh, is uh, making them so, uh, so popular. That's so nice. And it also takes me, not because I get hun hungry while you talk, <laughs> but it also takes me into um, having a appetite in life. It seems mm -hmm. like you have a big appetite on everything in life. Um, where, how did that come? How do you keep on firing that appetite? It's, uh, it's, it's just a natural thing. I like, I mean, I get to, 
understand more and more about star signs. I'm not, again, I'm not a believer, but maybe it's something about my star sign. I'm an Aries. I get bored with uh, um, like um, just regularity of life. So I just like to discover new things. So, so last month when I was able to travel a lot, it was just like exactly what I wanted to do. Um, so every time I get to um, go somewhere, I'm very excited, but also it's nice to come back after you left, right? So, so I'm also appreciating my everyday routines in, uh, in Copenhagen and uh, what this city gives you. And you can appreciate those, th those things uh, that you take for granted once you leave. So let's say quality of air, um, the, the ease of uh, moving around on your bike, that you know for me it's it's maybe the most important reasons to to live here uh right now i'm getting more and more of course but it's a, it's a good start to have uh, a beautiful air quality and uh, being able to go anywhere on your bike yeah and that also takes me into gratitude is there some do you have like a gratitude practice or something you do I'm challenged by an idea of writing a journal. My my girlfriend writes a journal every day, and that's a beautiful thing. I also like her, watching her being in that space, being focused and just writing her thoughts. So uh, I did some of it. I don't do it every day. Maybe I should uh, push myself more. So I think that's a good way of expressing your, uh, your thoughts uh, to write them down and then having this idea to be Uh, grateful for things and for people, what they do. Also, I think I come from a culture where it's not that popular to express uh, those the gratitude to others. And uh, I came across here, many people were just expressing directly to me how they're grateful for something. And that's so beautiful. So, um, yeah, we should be grateful and we should work on that uh, gratitude. So nice, Maddie. I feel like you've given um, everyone here so many gifts just for being here and also sharing your view of life and food as well. Is there one little thing um, people can take home or do you want to give to people in regards to um, start living a happier and healthier life? I don't know. I just some some, some uh, silly things come to my head, like maybe just get those Heinzhol eggs and try to make a nice omelet for yourself. Uh, it's like a little hug that you get, can give yourself in the morning, and and for others uh, who are around you, so your family, your friends. Um, I think food is a beautiful way of connecting with uh, with other people, connecting with nature, uh, and. Um, So, so yeah, that's my philosophy. Just get some good quality produce and, and cook for your friends, for your family, for ones who you love. So nice, so beautiful, Matty. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming in and using your thank precious you. time. I know you're a busy man as well, so thank you so much thank for you. that. Thank The pleasure is mine. Thank you, Prudence, for inviting me and for sharing this uh, beautiful time. Thank you so much. I know a big thing for me is getting high on your own supply with food, 
moving, breathing and prioritizing your sleep and reducing your stress level. But I love to use um, external tools sometimes. And a tool that's been working really great for me in my everyday life is using CBD oil cannabita. I use two or three drop drops before bedtime. It helps me uh, get into sleep mode better. And then it's also creating a nice calm state in my nervous system. I like to uh, implement it in my daily life just to get support and uh, more resilient to the stress that we're all facing in the everyday life. So I am really grateful to uh, also be sponsored by Canavita in this health podcast that I'm creating. So yeah, thanks a lot to Canavita for making this possible. And uh, Canavita is able at um, their website, you can purchase the CBD there. There are different uh, strengths. I like to use the 20% um, CBD oil because it has a really nice high quality uh, it's also organically produced and it's uh, the production is in switzerland but it's uh, moving here to denmark slowly so there is a high high quality in their uh, products and i've tried many many cbd products uh, not in a high quality and not with the biggest effect but uh, cannabita i can definitely recommend also if you're feeling stressed if you have anxiety if something else of course you should go to your doctor but um definitely it's it's worth trying out so um thank you to canavita for this one